0: Coming up on TMS PM: growing lady parts in an old age. Source of the stink bag. Something of Catan. You can never have too many gloves. Stink begins at 12. Fruity West server. Dan Dan, the tabletop man, and more on this very spooky episode of TMS PM. This is The Morning Stream. But it's not in the morning. It's at night. TMS PM. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS PM. It is the PM edition of the show happening in the AM on Sunday. That's right. It's a little confusing, Brian. It's my story. So confused. It's my problem. I had a thing come up. I had to do it. We had to bump it, but I wanted to make good on it. So we're here now. Uh, thank you for all the weirdos that showed up this morning to uh, <laughs> to hang out with us. We are immediately today joined by our good friend and pal Dan Dan the Tabletop Man. Dan, how's it going?
1: Hey, greetings,
0: programs. Hello, it's nice to see you. How are I you? Have you here? I'm good. Uh, chat room, don't worry, you'll see his video in a second once I get my poop together. Uh, yeah, it's good to have you here. I understand you were uh, you had a nice late night at a at a Halloween party. Tell us how Dan parties at a Halloween party.
2: <laughs> so it's, it's funny because we rarely go to parties, you know, usually just more or less a uh, you know, we just kind of hang at home and watch some TV on the weekends. Like normal middle-aged married people who just want to get some extra sleep on the weekends. Mm-hmm. But we invited to a, a Halloween party. So the good thing was it's in the neighborhood. So we got to walk around the block, mm-hmm. which is probably why we stayed out a little too late with a little too many jello shots and uh, mm. uh, plenty of good stuff. But so, yeah, poor wife is still struggling today. And I'm a little you can tell I'm a little over today but, little, little but it was rusty, fun a little horse <laughs> yeah
0: yeah well look you dan dan knows had a party he knows how to bring it and uh we like to follow up on the day after to see how he's doing uh I'm and we accept- went as uh we went
2: as napoleon dynamite and deb from yeah. uh, obviously from napoleon dynamite and that was a, a blast you know what
0: else deb's from do you know what else she's from uh um, name something the- scott's obsessed with one of the things he's obsessed with
3: well, she she was on that show with the um the Mormons with Bill Paxton on HBO. Oh, well, that was a good show. I like that uh, show. Big Love. Big yeah, Love.
0: Big Love. That's Big not Love. it though. It's not it. She was the little girl in Waterworld. There you go, nailed it. The Waterworld girl. She had the tattoo that's on right. her back and that's how that's they found right. the dry land. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fun fun note, fun fact. Everyone in the chat's like, Mad Max. No, I know my movies. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Majoriano or something like that. Majorino? Majoria L- Labia Majora is her is her name. Oh, geez. And, it's a little uh, too too early on a Sunday for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a PM. That's a TMS PM thing. Definitely, I'm definitely in the PM mode. Anyway, uh (laughs) she played played Random Girl Number
2: Four on the right in Mad Max Fury Road, which she didn't realize. Oh, oh, amazing!
3: Wow, she was one of the lesser wives. Mm. (laughs) She was uh, so so lesser that
2: she
0: barely was in any scenes. Right, that's true. (laughs) Cutting room floor wives. All you saw was some of her milk in the truck. That was it. Oh, that's terrible, Scott. <laughs> uh, so Dan, uh, it's good to have you here. We're gonna we're gonna do, make this a little bit of a fun deal because Halloween's right around the corner. It's like a week away. Not even that. Or no mm-hmm. week. No, sorry, less than a week away. It's like five days. Yeah, it's four days. Four yeah, days four away. Days. And because of how Hall- oh, it's on a Thursday this year. That's right. Yes. Uh, as a result of it being on a Thursday, and uh, not because of that, but because we got Halloween coming, <laughs> and because Dan's here, we thought it'd be a cool opportunity for Dan to give us some ideas on some rad Halloween-like tabletop choices for the fam and that sort of stuff. Before we do that, though, okay, quick question for you in the medical field. Excellent. All right. As you know, as you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you look, Scott, you look like, I could tell you lost a little bit of weight. Too, I have so lost I a little bit of weight, up. slimming down. Uh, it's happening quickly, actually. It's weird. I, it's funny how you stop eating crappy sugar and soda drinks mm-hmm. all day and suddenly you're losing weight. It's weird. Amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, here's, so here's the question. Um, oh, what was I going to ask? Now I've forgotten the question. <laughs> no, that threw me. Hold on. It was, probably a, was it a labia majoris question? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, was it normal at my age to grow a vagina? What is that about? Hmm. No, that's not it. Um, I forgot what it was. Oh, oh, oh. I know what it was. Diet drinks, mm. where, okay, so if you read, if you want to just go down a rabbit hole on the internet, you can read all kinds of stuff that says the stuff that's in Diet Coke, the stuff that's in, that's in Diet Dr. Pepper, the stuff that any Casper kind of tame. those, yes, yeah, right. or, or things like it are just giving you the Alzheimer's, going to kill you early, you're going to die, it's awful, don't do it. I right. haven't drank any pop for two weeks of any sort, and prior to this, I, I don't do diet, so it was always like, you know. Uh, f- throwback Coke uh, or nothing. Coke yeah. or nothing, or mm-hmm. I like Doctor, or I like Doctor Pepper. I like I like Mountain Dew, so I would have those. But now that I'm all water all the time, and I still am, I haven't even had like fruit juice. I haven't even drank like orange juice in the last two weeks because that's you don't still want to overdo it with sugar.
2: those either because there's a lot of sugar in in a lot of the fruit drink. You have to watch yeah. for the, the mm-hmm. you know juices and stuff.
0: Right, juices can be even sugary, they more sugary than the freaking uh drink you're getting. Maybe less corn syrup, but a lot of times they're corn syrup too. But anyway. Point is, I uh, stopped all of that. Can the diet stuff, is it okay once in a while? You're at a meal and you're like, yeah, I'm eating healthy. Thanks for the salad. Thanks for the lean chicken. I'd like to wash all this down with a diet Coke. Am I just asking for trouble? Is that still bad? Oh,
2: uh, Let's see. This is kind of, this is also, I think, if you asked a lot of healthcare professionals, you might get a pretty good divide. About, uh, mm-hmm. about the different uh, unabsorbed, you know, the uh, in natural, the uh, synthetic sugars that are used in a lot of these uh, diet drinks, stuff like that, and diet soda. Like aspartame, you know, you see it's sweet and low and stuff like that. Uh, there's kind of a little bit of a divide. I am on the side of drink diet soda. It's still, no matter what, is going to be better for you. Generally, in a lot of the studies that are uh, the really good studies that were done years and years ago and even more recently, uh, you have to drink or eat uh, like a garbage truck's worth of aspartame at one sitting to have fear of cancer or things like that from it. So a diet Coke is not going to hurt you. And remember most of the stuff is non absorbed and it'll go right through you. That's why, you know, it still tastes sweet, but it also is not going to be absorbed. So you're not going to get it. You know, it's not going to raise your blood sugar. There's a lot more into it. I'm simplifying the things a little bit there, but I am, I would rather you drink that than drink full soda. Like the, the full sugar itself is going to be a lot worse for you, in my professional opinion, than the aspartame and stuff in, in a in a can of uh, Diet
0: Coke. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And also, you know, this isn't – I know people that are doing like 44 ounces twice a day because they're yeah. just going to the gas station, fill it up. You know the type, Brian. Just, oh, yeah. you you're talking about with. the uh, diet sodas? Yeah. Well, that's yeah see, that seems like, 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 like maybe you shouldn't do that yeah. for like, no, you know, your you don't whole do life. That. that seems bad. But,
3: and- and I think it also depends on the type that you're doing, right? Because, I mean, Diet Coke is aspartame. Right. Um, a couple of these are – I don't know if NutraSweet is still a thing, but I usually go for the ones that do the Splenda or the Trivia-style yes. sugar replacements. So the um, Coke Zero, Coke Zero Sugar. And oh, is Coke Zero – Coke
0: you. Zero? okay, that's my big question. What's the difference between Coke Zero and, and Diet Coke? Because I like Coke Zero aspartame, a lot more.
3: Abs- as- aspartame versus uh, Splenda basically is the oh, sweetener. Yeah. Is that the stuff so that, that our, uh, Walter
0: White killed What's-Her-Name
3: with? No, that was uh, Ryzen. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, but, gee, but it was disguised. It was disguised as something, wasn't it? It was
3: disguised as a Splenda packet, I think. Yeah,
0: Splenda I think that's right. No, no,
3: it was a, disguised as a Truvia packet.
0: Is it Truvia?
3: I thought it was Truvia. Yeah.
0: Oh, I can't remember. All right, anyway, it doesn't matter. But, but Coke Zero uh, is not bad. I kind of like it. Oh, uh, Stevia. That's are, right. It was Stevia, taste. It was closer, stevia, a taste, yes. oh, it was closer to a
2: taste of regular Coke. Okay. Um. So Ibit, let me now Johnson. I don't know if you're a coffee guy, Ibit. What do you normally put in your coffee?
3: I do put a packet of Splenda in my coffee, and oh. a little bit of um, non-dairy zero creamer, which is a one-point Weight Watchers thing, as opposed to like troop, you know, half and half or anything like that. But mm. um, yeah, did I mean the the Weight Watchers quote-unquote research, just the recommendations that they have on um, in their meetings on the site was that Splenda is probably one of the better ones, but still you don't want to do it. You don't want to overdo it. Wendy was talking to us about how, um, any of those fake sugars can mess up your gut, like, uh, give you just some like, you know, grumbly guts and stuff like yeah. that. And that uh, was,
2: uh, that was my next thing. I was, uh, I've used yeah. some of those in the past and I can't take, uh, Splenda. It, Man, it gives really? me the runs. Like you wouldn't believe. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I'm I don't sure. put that much in my. You know, some people just 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 pour it in coffee. Yeah. I use like two packets of sweet and low. But like mm-hmm. you said, I mean, you got to worry about your gut. I'm sorry, I didn't interu- interrupt you. But yeah, I I, wor- mm-hmm. I worry about uh, Splenda and stuff like that because man, I just can't. So I I usually stick
0: to the uh, sweet mm-hmm. and low. Okay. All right. Now this is good info. I by the way, I looked it up. Uh, in the U.S., it's a different thing. Uh, let's see. And the, uh, over here, they use for Coke Zero. That is, they use aspartame and something called acyl Flame potassium, and mm-hmm. that's cool and everyone likes it. But over, but but years ago, it looks like 1969, they banned the artificial sweetener called sodium cyclamate because they okay. said they believed it was a carcinogen. It's been used in the Coca-Cola versions or Coke Zero versions though in Germany, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Venezuela, and Chile because they don't have these. These limitations. So apparently they're pushing that stuff everywhere else. But here it's the non-proven carcinogen type. I hate this stuff. I just want a decent yeah. drink.
3: That's all yeah, I want. But, and and moderation still is gonna be the key. Yes. Right. I mean, do the you know, do a diet drink, but don't have two, three diet drinks a day. Just do one.
1: Okay. I don't even want yeah, one. I mean one, I one, want, one to one two one is day.
2: fine, but don't have two forty-four ouncers. No. Oh god, yeah. You know, two no. cans yes. is fine, and you're you're not gonna worry about that. Uh, and again, find what works for you, where the taste is good. Uh, and of course, water is actually, you know, obviously the best. It's boring as hell, but it's still, you know, every day I work on, in the second half of the day, I always bring myself a big old thing of water. Yeah. Like in the morning, I'll have a couple cups of coffee. And in the afternoon, I always go straight with the water. And then usually at home for dinner, I'll have like a Diet Coke.
3: All right. I'll do yeah. like a, I get this Louisiana decaffeinated tea. Got a bunch of it from Amazon really cheap. And so we actually just keep a... We always keep a, a jug of decaffeinated iced tea in the, in the fridge and do that. And that way you get a little bit of flavor. Um, you can add a little bit of sweetener to it if you want, but just do lemon or, or something like that. And, and it's great.
0: Nice. That's, uh, our, that's our go. I like it. Dan, let's get to the real fun this week, though. But I want to <laughs> I I tell you one thing, Johnson. Yeah. So
2: I tell you this all the time, and I want to remind you now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't search for any of that crap on the internet. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't get into a I rabbit know. hole right. uh, because if you start looking for aspartame and, and uh, Splenda, man, you will be horrified. It'll make you crap. Just Just reading it will make <laughs> you crap because it's, it's some scary stuff. And then you, you got to, you know, there's a weirdo study here and like a two-person study there. You just got to, it's hard to sort through all that stuff. Yeah. So just, just be careful because it'll give you, it'll raise your anxiety and your, you know, your agita. It'll go through the roof,
0: right? I like uh, um, I like a more measured approach to those sorts of things. I don't like re- I don't like those particular rabbit holes. I guess I trust the FDA. Generally speaking, there's a lot of science mm-hmm. behind the decisions they make, so that's where I'm at. I just think on a weekend, like on a Friday night, I'm out with the wife. We had a lovely meal. I wouldn't mind a diety kind of drink. That's all. Mm-hmm. Sure. You yep. know, just once it. in a while. So, that, and I'm not, the, you know, I don't want the sugar for the other reasons. Anyway, this has been very uh, educational and insightful. Thank you very much for that. Now tell me what to play on scary day. What can we play? What's good this week? <laughs> so talk
2: about things like fearsome floors or Arkham horror and things like there's been a lot of great uh, horror or, you know, uh, Halloween-ish games in the past. And it's, I wouldn't say it's stagnant, but you kind of go back to the same ones every year. A new one came out this year, and I, uh, I threw it in our Discord chat for you guys. To, to, it's called Horrified. Mm-hmm. It's a new one by Prospero Hall. We talk about Prospero Hall a lot. They're the ones that did the, the Funkoverse game. And a lot of games that you see at Target now are almost all made by uh, the. Uh, sorry, Prospero Hall. Uh, Villainous, which is the Disney game, was by Prospero Hall. The uh, Keeping It Saxy, which was um, the Kenny G game. The uh, Art of Chill, that's the... Uh, or a Bob Ross game, all that stuff is Prospero Hall. Mm. They're a really good design studio, and they came up with Horrified. Now, Horrified is really cool because it has the old-timey monsters, you know, like Dracula, mm-hmm. Frankenstein's monster. I think they just call it Frankenstein to keep it easier in here. But mm-hmm. let's don't don't at me, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. It Franken- was
3: Frankenstein, I mean. yeah. Come on now, people.
2: <laughs> so, uh, and and you know, the Creature from the Black Lagoon, uh, and for, uh, Bride of Frankenstein. So they all are in this game, and it kind of plays a little bit like Pandemic, where It's a co-op game where everybody's just trying to get rid of a certain amount of monsters. You pick them randomly. You play from two to four players. You'll pick uh, two to four monsters, depending on how many monsters you pick makes it easier or harder in the game. And you just kind of the villagers will come out into the map and then the monsters will be out on the map. And depending on which monsters you have, there's different things that you have to do to get rid of them. So Dracula during the game, you have to uh, smash some of his coffins and then makes him a little more vulnerable to be able to be defeated. Uh, things like uh, creature from Black Lagoon, you got to find out where his hideout is, and you've got to do these little mini games for each one of the monsters. Depending on which monster there's, uh, and there's also the mummy where you have to do this little tangram, kind of a tangram. It's like a little puzzle thing that you got to do to figure out how to defeat him. Really cool. You have a certain amount of actions, usually four or five actions. You'll have a, a, spe- a special power, so it just goes turn by turn. After everybody's turn, after one person's turn, you flip over a card. It tells you like uh, other items that get put out onto the board and where the monsters will move it's really, uh, it's just a lighter, really good family, uh, really good family game. You can find us online, or at Target for about, I think it's about $40. I'm going to go oh, pick so one cool. of these up today, I think. Give, me the, give yeah. me the name
0: one more time. I searched wrong for it. What's the name of uh, it? Horrified. 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 Yep. How did I get that wrong? Oh, I searched for Horrifixed.
1: Horrified. <laughs>
0: I put a link to
2: it on the discord and there's another thing if you check on it later uh, Johnson or in both you guys if you want to check the discord uh, for there's a video that I put in there that really helps to uh, learn the game uh, there's it's a really cool one because the, the video itself there's two people that dressed up as pirates and uh, the whole video is very themed it's only about eight minutes and it teaches you the game. And they're really funny. So I, I've never, I, I just stumbled upon their YouTube thing. So check that one out. I put it, like I said, I put it in Discord. It's Pirates something or other uh, horrified review. You can find all those things on BGG. But really cool to learn the game. And it, you learn the game in like uh, two minutes to, and you can get it played. It's very, like I said, very family friendly. Uh, you guys would both love this game.
0: Well, I'm noticing, so on the Board Game Geeks uh, listing, they have a bunch of figures uh, that are the the or the Scooby Gang. Scooby gang. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Those look those are custom that.
3: because I'm looking at the box right now. Those I think those yeah. somebody somebody made those to uh
0: Yeah. They look like they would fit well though as a yeah. hey, what's cool about yeah. that is that
2: um The game is so easy to expand on and to update that you can make your own figures and characters because all it is is you know a picture of a character how many actions they have and then like one ability so you can pretty much expand on this and you can make your own uh, minis you can use minis for anything so a lot of people on bgg that's a big thing that bgg loves to do is they love to tinker with the games like put other villains in there or, or other heroes and prospero hall is also big about putting expansions there's like three or four expansions to villainous so i'm sure Within either next year or within the next month or two, they'll probably put out an expansion to Horrified because it's getting all sorts of buzz.
3: Oh, good. Seems- yeah, I'm looking, there's yeah, they're they're in targets all over the place. Just check stock and the target by me is uh has like six. So awesome.
0: That's cool. Seems like a fun one. Maybe you have to pick that one up. I don't uh it seems like it's more successful than the universal film reboot they tried to do a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what with Tom Cruise's the mummy? Yeah, yeah, with the mummy with Tom Cruise in
2: it. Uh, yes. didn't do so hot. That was a hot mess, man. It was, yeah. it was so much potential in it and it was, you know, it, it entertained me a little bit, but then it was like, what, what the hell are they doing here?
0: Yeah. It's jacked up. And for that to be the lead on the lead for your reboot, um, mm-hmm. I think they were doing it on his name alone. It's like, well, Tom Cruise is in this, so you should go see it. I think that was not enough because it's interesting. Like Ibit and I've talked about this before the idea of doing something new in the, in the universal monster world. Is super interesting. Like you could mm-hmm. go places, but whew, that thing was a stinker, hot mess. Yeah. Well, Russell
2: Crowe part was actually pretty cool too, though. So I mean, that was Which they had one? some potential there. What was
3: it? Who?
0: What was the Russell? Russell Crowe Crow was. Oh, the, oh, oh! As Doctor Mister Jekyll Doctor Doctor Jekyll Mister Hyde. Uh,
3: the, the original plan was that he was kind of going to be the Professor X of the series and and basically pull all of these different Universal Monsters characters together.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
3: Um, boy, it just it just tanked
0: yeah that's a bummer that, that bums me out all right Sometimes anyway. when
2: they try to put those big twists in there i think you know they did the whole twist at the end with tom cruise i think that's what really sunk it
0: yeah did he run a lot Did he
2: do
3: a lot of running <laughs> he did run he did <laughs> run a lot yeah tons yeah oh yeah that's right we were gonna have uh that's right johnny depp was gonna be the invisible man in one of those movies they had all this stuff lined up and just didn't didn't make it happen
0: yeah side note though one really great thing that came out of that that there was a, a video game that was made as a uh, sort of a side thing during the release of that film which mm-hmm. normally mo- movie time video games sometimes are crap so you have to be careful but this was like a 2D kind of 16 bit era looking thing that is basically a great big Metroid game but set in that oh, universe and wow. it's very good very good game like highly huh. highly rated that game it's it's awesome you get it on Steam for cheap these days it's like 10 bucks or something but cool. I think it was called Curse of the Mummy or something and the Tom Cruise's likeness is nowhere in this thing, but the, the, the mummy lady is. She's about the only real tie-in. Otherwise, it just feels like a brand new property, um, like it has nothing to do with the film, but it's very, very good. Huh. Anyway, uh, Dan, what else you got? This week. Anything else cool to play? Uh,
2: well, there's, there's a couple of new releases uh, as far as announcements. from Because Spiel is going on out in Essen, Germany. Mm-hmm. Where they've mm-hmm. got a, a bunch of, you know, that's pretty much the largest. I think they had 200,000 attendees. Or it might be turnstile, more than likely. Not unique attendees. But whenever you see pictures of Essen, it makes Gen Con look like a walk in a park. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's the biggest one in the world. They had a couple of announcements for digital games. Uh, Asmodee Digital, because I'm a huge fan. You are talking about Steam, uh, Johnson, where they've announced two big games for Steam. Uh, Blood Rage is going to be coming out next year uh, for Steam. Now, Blood Rage is uh, it's a little more in depth, and it's just one of these games where they just, it's a kitchen sink game where all sorts of crap's going on. So, Blood Rage is kind of a Viking theme, it's by Eric Lang and Adrian Smith. Now, uh, you've got different clans, and you're playing, you're drafting cards, and you're playing them, and uh, you know they're they're so each card is. be anywhere from like very balanced to crazy overpowered so it's just one of these games that the more you play it you see all sorts of different things but there's no real balance but it's just kind of one of those real fun uh you know ameritrash games where just you're just throwing miniatures all over the place so it's it's kind of fun it would be a a decent one to put on digital because you can play it so fast it'll be a solo and up to four players uh you'll be able to play it multiplayer online it's gonna take only about Mm. an hour to play so this one should be a decent one how, how, and also how far one, off
0: is that? Do we know when that's coming out? they give a date?
2: It's going to be – they just announced it. Uh, some of these development houses work pretty quick, especially with it being kind of a straight a straight port a lot of times to Steam. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't think they're going to add a whole lot, because. but there's a bunch of expansions already that CMON has. Uh, so I, I would say probably by mid-year you might see this one. Uh, the other one they announced I think maybe a little further out, but they're doing a lot more to it. The Game of Thrones, the board game, the hmm. digital edition, also going to be on Steam. Now, this game itself is really cool, but it's one of those kind of, you know, once or twice a year because it's just so sprawling and everybody's playing a different house. And there's just, it's really in-depth, but really kind of a fun, but you're going to be playing this game for four or five hours.
3: It's like, like a clue thing, or not clue, uh risk where you've got to basically, all right, 10 o'clock, let's go ahead uh
0: all right we're back sorry technical glitch brian you were saying something i was just
3: saying it seems like like a game like risk where you basically have to you play the game over the course of several days because you can't
0: finish it in one night oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah for sure so this thing uh, is this the one that came out in 2011 this the one or is this second what is this oh no no this one was a little more recent than that okay um the card to, game is it up. the Game of Thrones card game? No,
2: no, it's the it's a big time uh, it's the board game. So actually, it T- might be. 2003? I figured it was a little. This one does say 2011, but I don't think it's that that particular one. Because there's one. No, year so called- the one that's the one that's an eleven is the card game mm-hmm. that they had. This is more of the sprawling board game. Uh, not sure when it when it came up, but it's it's within the last few years because you know they took probably three or four years now, mm-hmm. but they've had a lot of expansions where they've added a lot of other kind of. Um, Armies, too. You know, a lot of different houses and little things that they can do. Sure.
0: Actually, if this um, date's right, I'm showing Game of Thrones first edition 2003. How can that be? Oh, wow.
2: Well, that so, uh, uh Fantasy Flight put out a card game that was based on the the uh, the books, books themselves before the movies be, yeah. even came out.
0: Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, this is probably one of those where it precedes the the TV stuff. Yeah, those... so they had
2: the first edition that was out in 2003, and then they they started getting more of the, uh, uh, a license for the you know the tv versions and everything so they kind of put that out as well right um but yeah this is going to be a little easier to play than than those because it'll play probably in about an hour to an hour and a half because you know with the computer you know uh with all the fights and stuff like that when it resolves all that it's gonna be a lot easier than playing cards and rolling dice and arguing in, in person but you kind of lose that that little bit of backstabiness when i can be like uh talking to Ibb and be like hey if um Hey, if you hold Johnson off on on my western front, I won't attack you this turn. So then Johnson goes, and Ibit holds him off. And in very next turn, I'm like, "Screw you, Ibit!" Yeah, coming after right.
1: you,
3: <laughs> just like the just like the books, just like the movie. Perfect. You know,
0: you know what I love about yeah. this is a side note. One of the things I love about Dan is not since high school. When I played basketball, I didn't play. I just was playing basketball. Does someone call me by my last name all the time? And Dan's like the only <laughs> guy I know that calls me Johnson. Calls you Ibit calls yeah. Brian Dunaway Dunaway. I love it, dude. Your last name thing is cool. <laughs> should not a coach. it. You should be a coach.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's probably why. Probably, probably from my coachism and my, uh, you know, I'm a, a sports dude bro, you know, at, at heart. <laughs> so since I grew up playing, you know, baseball and, and hockey my whole life, that's pretty much where you get everything because, uh, you know, if you'd be, we'd have uh, Johnson on the ice and be going, come on, Johnny, yep. get down the ice. Yeah, you would. <laughs> right. I could totally
0: see it. By the way, did you get those, did those gloves show up? They should have gotten there by now. No, not yet. I'll
2: have to look today, but I didn't see them yesterday. But yeah, I appreciate you sending us out. I can't wait to check them out because you never have
0: too many gloves. It's a long story. We ended up with some hockey gloves that uh, the people who owned the house before us ordered. But Mm -hmm. then we got them, and they're like $149 gloves. We're like, whoa, these are expensive. Do you want us to send these to you, forward them to you? And they said, ah, we already got another pair because they were late, and so just keep them. And we're like, okay. (laughs)
3: Like, what are we gonna do with them? Okay, terrific. Thanks. Yeah, I don't yeah. play
0: hockey, but then I thought, well, wait, Dan's kid is like all up in the hockey right now. Mm-hmm. So Perfect. I, so I sent
2: it to sent it to Dan. Anyway, I have me- to look because they may fit. They may fit me better because DJ's a goalie, but I can probably use those because um, I don't know if you're aware of this. Your hands sweat a lot, and when you play things like hockey, you know, it breaks down the palms of like the first things to go on hockey gloves, not oh, necessarily yeah. the other parts. So oh
0: yeah, good
2: good, good palms. We One of my can best
0: my best friends in high school, Bill. That dude stunk like the monster that he was constantly <laughs> because hockey stuff smells so. Just bad. you
3: sweat like crazy, yeah. Aww. The stink bag. I mean, you know, Bill talks about that. I think hockey, hockey is probably the big source, biggest source of the stink bag.
2: Oh yeah, and it's harder to wash that equipment. And when I drive, so Wednesday and Thursday we have hockey practice, and I drive yeah. two or three, you know, my son and and either one or two other kids home and to practice. Man, when I'm driving home, it is disgusting the smell in there. I mean. I'm kind of used to it my whole life, but when poor Janice has to drive the boys home, she's like, "I had to get out of that car so fast because just mm-hmm. just the reek of them after practice from them, they're and of course they're twelve now. Twelve-year-old boys, they stink anyway. Yeah, so that's, the, hockey, that's the the beginning worse.
0: of stink. That's when stink really starts to happen
2: for those kids." <laughs> Yeah, and you're trying to be like, "Hey, uh, you see that stick over there? Just rub that under your armpits every now and then. You know, more than (laughs) once a
0: year. Yeah,
2: and it'll be. I'd go to
0: I'd go to Bill's house, and the couch smelled like it. The the house had a smell. It was awful. Oh my Uh. gosh, hockey players. Luckily,
2: we we air out his gear in the uh, garage. So the garage has a weird uh, mix of. Of uh grass clippings and and stench from hockey equipment. So it help, it keeps it at bay a little bit. Yeah.
0: Uh that's foul. All right. Excellent. Um well I'm looking forward to both of those releases on Steam because I love I love uh board game adaptations. Still one of my favorites is that um Tales of Candledeep uh thing they did. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh yeah. I still play that all the time, although those jerks never did make cross save um Mac to PC possible. Usually that's just built in, but for whatever reason on Steam you can't. Use the same saves on the on the cloud. Drives me nuts. Do you re-download Gloomhaven since the big update? That no, was, uh, I like need a to. Week or two ago, I need to. I hear it's uh, much more Gloomhaven now than it ever has been. Is that true?
2: Well, it's uh, the tutorial is what you would really like because it really explains the game a little better. That the walkthrough tutorial, uh, it, it takes a little while, but it really teaches you the game and how to use the cards and because. Before that, I I didn't get a chance to watch your first stream, but I'm sure you must have been lost as to what in the hell to do because the game is a little complex. But once you learn it, and it doesn't take that long.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, but I
2: think you would you've played it before. You, you'd love I think you'd love the online implementation yeah. you played the, the tabletop game, right?
0: Did you play it
3: a bit? Oh, I thought you were asking Scott. Yes. No, 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 no. It. Yeah, yeah you played I'm, it. I'm so looking, I'm looking at it right here, but I I forgot about you were talking about the Steam version. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and Probably. I never did go and download it. And I should.
0: Yeah, the the the, the tabletop version, my brother in law and his kid and a bunch of their friends play it all the time and they love it. Uh so it's def- it's definitely a thing I want to play and Steam reviews yeah. are kind of off the charts loving it. People love it wow. on there. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, cool. Just need to get there was to another
2: it. huge announcement for Gloomhaven too. Oh, what's that? this is gonna be another dangent for you. Sorry. Dang- so they just that's announced great. like a couple weeks ago. a couple weeks ago, uh, Isaac announced that there's going to be next year, they're putting out kind of a Smaller Gloomhaven, but it's going to be about $40 and he's trying to get into Target, so it's going to be for all the people that don't necessarily want this big ass box that takes you an hour just to set up. So this is kind of more trying to get the lay person or the average gamer into it so that they can just pick it up and go. It uh, it's it, there's gonna be three new characters in there, so there's gonna be enough in there for the established Gloomhaven player because there's gonna be new, you know, some new scenarios and new characters that you can do. But it's, it's just designed so that you can just pick it up and play just a family of four or, or however. Now, instead of having all the different map tiles and everything, which takes up you know how much there's so many in that big box, this is gonna be yeah. kind of they're gonna use the storybook type of way to play like uh, Above and Below has this thing where it's basically just a book and it has like a little map in there. They'll probably have some extra tiles that you have to use to uh, go onto the, uh, the board, you know, just to add on a little bit as you're playing, right, but sure. you'll flip a page. Each page will be like a scenario and then you'll use, and it'll obviously have some cards and stuff for your characters and for some monsters, but they're really trying to bring it to the, you know, to the average person because it takes a special type of time and effort to play Gloomhaven. No, don't get me wrong, my favorite game of all time, but it's, whoa. Well, there's a little bit to it.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is, I never heard you say that. gloomhaven is your favorite all-time board game. Yeah, so um,
2: as wow. we all know, you guys, I mean, D&D is great. I love okay. D&D, but I don't have any time for D&D. Yeah. And a lot of the other games that you can play on tabletop, which are kind of like d and are usually one versus many. And I don't really, I'd rather not have that adversarial one versus many in a tabletop game like Descent often does. But the games that can implement it, like gloomhaven is all co-op nobody runs the game the game kind of runs itself so it really makes you feel like you're playing DD, but in a tabletop version so it's got everything i've ever wanted in a game is what gloomhaven is
0: that's great i mean just somebody who's as versed as you are i can see on your shelves behind you there's a trillion games and you <laughs> and you've got a favorite that I, I had no idea this was your favorite that's that's super exciting that is I, crazy. That's now cool. i'm just gonna go so, download it. i'm gonna play this again so this
3: is basically like like the settlers of Catan. What was the, there was the, like the easy, quote unquote, easy version, family or junior or something like oh, that? Well, there's, I think there's
2: like kids of Catan or, you know, or, or, fam- I'm trying to, there's so many versions of yeah, Catan. That's right.
3: It's something of Catan. That's right. Yes.
0: They should call um, this Gloomhaven Junior.
2: Why not? They, they, yeah, he's yeah, trying to, yeah. they don't have a subtitle yet, but he's, they're trying to come up with like a good way to express that it's, it's more Gloomhaven, yet it's still approachable Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. So, and junior. they're really trying to get that 40 to $50 price point. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm.
0: interesting. Uh, this game, by the way, the Steam implementation of the full game is only 24 currently. It's mm-hmm. uh, still yeah. in early access. I don't know what their, their out of early access plans are, but... Uh
2: it's going to be like another year. So what yeah. their their whole roadmap is. So the the latest update not only did it put the tutorial in there, it put the Tinkerer in there. Mm-hmm. So Ibit, I don't know if you ever played the uh, the Tinkerer. Yeah. It's another one of the base classes. I think they're up to five of the base classes right now in the game in the online game. So right now they're they're adding more road events and more things. It's kind of like it's there's no real scenarios yet. Like you're playing like a two to three uh, fight little mini scenarios in the in the digital version Mm -hmm. uh so they've they've got a roadmap where like the next three months they're working on this and that so hopefully by next summer they might have more of the campaign so that's their kind of end game is to get the campaign in there and then also to add some other you know digital only campaign bits to it so it's it's uh right now it's not gonna it'll feel a little i mean obviously it'll feel like gloomhaven but it'll just feel like a uh just kind of sit down and play three fights then you'll have you can upgrade your they've added more of the cards for each one of the characters kind of the uh you know more levels that you can get and more uh you know the the different road events and the city events which is really cool about gloomhaven they've got a lot of those things in there so yeah uh, they're just adding more and more and it's just it's a real fun thing to just pick up and go for an hour and then just throw it back down there but it's uh i think it's really worth it
0: all right well i'm gonna get it uh, Dan uh, I guess that's it I hope you're having a good uh, Halloween season You doing anything fun with the kids or anything? You are going to do anything cool? No, uh, well we're doing
2: something cool but it has nothing to do with Halloween So Thursday we fly to Chicago This is the uh, annual CCM uh, Worldwide Invitational for hockey So oh. our team is going to be up there playing Last year we ended up winning that tournament This year we're going up there and hoping to win the tournament But it uh, starts on Thursday, we'll be back on Sunday So it'll be, we'll be in the air Basically during Halloween And you know I kind of feel bad for the for the kids. You know, we might you know maybe do something at the hotel or something, but a big
3: bag of candy and yeah. what, you know, they'll be
0: fine yeah. and it'll be all right. Maybe the, maybe fine. the hotel. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Some, some hotels do like a thing where you uh, go around to the like the pool lady and she'll give you some candy. You Go to the front desk, they give you some stuff. You might
1: be all yeah. right. I'm sure. They'll some places even
3: that do like the, the you know like a zoo thing or something like that. See if there's mm-hmm. a zoo in the you know the area that you're going. Maybe do. They have trick or treat at the zoo. The Chicago and Zoo. Mm. Chicago Zoo. I assume they've got. They must have a, a nice zoo in Chicago, right?
0: Wouldn't they? You'd think they would. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's the windy city. They don't call it that for nothing. That makes no sense. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. It's well, all the had... gas that they have up there from the uh, artificial
0: sugars. That's right. So that's why it's windy. <laughs> that's why it's windy. <laughs> it accumulates. Splendid gas. It's going to destroy us all. <laughs> Uh, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Always good to hear from you, dude. Have a safe trip there. I hope your team wins, and uh, we'll catch you on the next time we do this, man. You got it, buddy. You guys have a great week. See you later. You too. Oh, GeekJockBlog on Twitter. Big uh, the uh, the Geek All Stars podcast, all that stuff. Uh, Brian, that's cool. it for today's show. Nice and short. Ooh. Nice. I have a thing to go to, yep. so I'm gonna that's totally there. fine.
3: Yeah, people, make sure you tune in tomorrow, and I'll talk all about the coffin races that I went to, yeah. and I'll tell you something. That uh, I don't remember from the movie Labyrinth. I'll talk about that <laughs> oh, tomorrow as well.
0: What? Now I'm really curious. All right. <laughs> that coffin thing looked like a riot, so I'm very excited. Oh, but yeah, it was a blast. Yeah. Very excited to see yeah, how I that goes. Talk about that. Very, very cool. Um, all right. It is uh, time for us to take our leave. Before we do, just a reminder, you get this extra content a week because of Patreon and you guys supporting us there, patreon.com slash TMS. For everything else you're looking for, go to frogpants.com slash TMS. And it's got everything, way to submit songs, uh, addresses for stuff you can send if you're like, hey, I want them to test this weird squid meat. Okay, cool. Send it nope. these addresses. Nope. Unless, you, <laughs> unless okay. I accidentally
3: ordered squid uh, yesterday at the sushi place and because uh, eel is right underneath it, and I love eel. Yeah. So I said two of those, and then they bring squid. I'm like, I don't think I ordered this. And then she brought back the thing with my two little tick marks next to it, squid, and says, no, you ordered it. Do you want eel instead? i like, Please. Oh, you. Scra- you <laughs> so I tried one, and thing. I was not happy with it. You don't like squid? Did not enjoy. I like calamari. I like cooked squid a lot. Yeah, but raw squid, raw squid, yeah. not so much. Yeah,
0: it's not good. I like dried squid. I like. Uh, oh yeah, I remember stuff. you liked that one? Oh, Somebody I could send us that. I could eat. I give you all mine. You can have all mine, Scott. Send it on. Put it in the mail. Let's do it. Uh, anyway, so there's that, and then that'll be fun. That is tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new show, so check us out mm-hmm. tomorrow at our normal time. Before we go, though, we're going to play a song. Brian's got one. What do you have?
3: That's right. Uh, Paul Cavanaugh wrote in and said, this weekend I turned 60. Holy crap. Wow. As a present to myself, I'm taking my wife to see a Nick Lowe solo acoustic concert. Second row, dead center seats. Super envious. To celebrate my birthday, please pick a Nick Lowe cover that you enjoy or any other cover that you feel appropriate for the occasion. My thanks to you, Scott, you young whippersnappers. Paul. Oh, signed, Paul. Nice, Paul. Uh, well, thank you, Paul. Uh, dude, Nick Lowe is one of my favorite artists. So you getting to see him perform a solo acoustic show. Uh, I am crazy envious about that. So uh, a lot of people, um, maybe don't know this, but the, the Elvis Costello song, what's so funny about peace, love and understanding was originally by Nick Lowe and his first band Brinsley Schwartz. Um, i'm not going to play cover of that but you know when you're talking nick lowe you're like i don't know if i know any nick lowe songs oh you know you know a lot of nick lowe songs and you for sure know this one uh this is another song that came out of that brinsley schwartz era it is a song called cruel to be kind covered here by the lovely voiced lisa mitchell from her ep entitled when they play that song here's lisa mitchell and cruel to be kind
1: say your love is bona fide But that don't coincide With the things that you do And when I ask you to be nice You say you've gotta be cruel to be kind In the right measure Cruel to be kind is a very good sign Cruel to be kind means that I love you Understand you, but you still miss the fame. I wanna know why I pick myself up off the ground to have you knock me back. Off the ground to have you knock me back down again and again, but when
0: show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com